you are dealt five piercing damage. Ouch, if only that actually hurt me. He pulls you into the chasm. Oh my oh! Hi all, and welcome to another episode of Radio D&D. We really wanted to find a way to share our current campaign, so thanks for joining us. Before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. I'm your Dungeon Master, James Landoff, joined here by... Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I play Lux. Hello, my name is Max, and I play Lorian, the Azimar Paladin. My name is Mike, and I play Marcus. My name is Casey, and I play Beatrice. Now let's roll that recap. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to 98.3 The Drop. Last time, the Lonely Hots found Diego stranded on a large rock, unwilling to come down. He informed the party that a dangerous elemental, known as a rock breaker, was just beneath the sand. Diego would not be of use to them dead. So the party decided to help him out. When they approached him, a large armadillo-like earth elemental burst from the ground and attacked. Eventually, the elemental was defeated, and the party retrieved the rare metal adamantine from its corpse. With the elemental defeated, Diego confessed to lowering the group in the direction of the monster to get him off his tail. Though he hadn't planned on getting trapped himself. In thanks for saving him, he offered them a share of whatever treasure was buried at an old mining site. Upon arriving at the site, the treasure was nowhere to be found. There were, however, signs of a skirmish, with drag marks in the sand leading into the mine. The mine being their only lead on the treasure, the party settled down for a long rest, unaware of the creepy creatures residing inside. So last time we left off, you guys had set up camp right outside the entrance of this old abandoned gold mine. During Lorian's watch, a curious giant spider crept out, looked at him as he was gazing off as the sun was beginning to rise, and then skulked back into the shadows, maybe to be seen later. Uh, who knows? Uh, but you guys wake up, having finished your long rest, still level four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what does the morning look like for you guys? More cheese puffs? Oh his hair. Because it's gotta look fresh even when they're delving into a gold mine. <laughs> I've probably packed, like, one of those toiletry bags. Mm-hmm. So I got my toothpaste, I got dry shampoo. Was dry shampoo a thing in the 60s? I feel I like know. no. Maybe baby powder, though. You're using, like, a water bottle to brush your teeth? Oh, that sucks. Oh, the first commercially produced dry shampoo was sold in the 40s. Oh. What? Anyway, I have dry shampoo. Wow, okay, that's nice. And I'm, like, doing my morning routine, you know? Diego wakes up uh, as if he's used to having roughed it in the desert before. He's been to Burning Man a couple of times, I guess. Poor Senior Diego. <laughs> I almost called him Mr. Senior Diego. So that would have been very shameful. But yeah, he, he wakes up 
uh, a little annoyed and kind of looks at you guys to see, you know, what you all want to do. Yeah, I'll also be, like, getting ready, making sure, like, my braids are done, my hair's done. I'll have, before Senior Diego had woken up, I'll have used my cloak of many fashions to uh, fashion the same thing that I was wearing yesterday. Because I definitely use it to change into pajamas. Right. Before I went to bed. Um, Yeah. I will, uh, once we get down from the perch that Marcus and I were on, I'll um, look at Senior Diego and be like, so, what what are we doing? What's the, we need to go underneath, right? That's what we said, wasn't it? Well, first things first, we need to have breakfast and I pull out a box of cocoa puffs and a box of frosted flakes and I offer them to people. We don't have any milk. You could just eat it dry and I just shove some in my mouth. Did you get Nutri-Grain bars? Um, I don't know when those were invented. Nutri-Grain bars. I feel like totally Probably. 86. Oh. Gosh, how how was dry how was dry shampoo invented in the 40s, but Nutri-Grain bars were invented in the 80s? Sucks, man. I don't know what those are, but I have cereal. Mm-hmm. Cereal's fun. Frosted yeah, I will- flakes or cocoa puffs? Uh, frosted flakes. Good choice. Uh, I just hand you the box. Thank you. We'll bust it open. Celestial cornflakes. Celestial cornflakes. I don't. I don't know if those are those are a thing. But, um, yeah, you all. I'll get your breakfast, and yeah, Senior Dio is uh making several glances at the mine. He he's not sure um whether you guys are going to go in or not. Uh, it's very clear that he wants to, but he's not going in by himself. <laughs> Wise man. Uh, I'll kind of look at everyone and be like, so do you think we should go in? I mean, there seem to be body marks, body tracks that go into this mine. <laughs> it seems a little dangerous. Uh, Senior Diego nods and he says, just these people were probably the ones that stole my gold. So if we can find their bodies, I would like to have a talking to them. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm what? finished with my breakfast. I'm good to go in. First of all, Senor Diego. Yes. This is not your gold. It's the gold that you were taking from a from a woman's dearly departed uncle. Uncle? Her dad? I believe it was her grandfather. Her grand, Some sort of male relative. Well, uh, they are not using it, and uh, if I am able to find it, then actually it does become mine. Ours, not mine alone. Ours. Uh, Lux is going to... Can I insight that? Um, yeah, you can. Great. 18. Yeah, so he's used to he's used to fending for himself practically whenever, but he also saw what you guys did to the stonebreaker, so he 
knows that any attempt at betrayal would probably not go well. Good. But he's smart. Good. Yeah. Yes, he's smart. <laughs> well, excellent. Remember, Senior Diego, I believe that I said that we would just skim a little bit off the top and then return the money to the to the old lady. The young lady. The lady. I want to Oh, I don't her. think she would miss it that much. Well, she seemed to be missing it enough to you know what? Fair. <laughs> hmm. I mean She told what? me that her daughter was dying and seemed pretty okay that I told her her grandfather did not want to tell me. Well, she seemed very irritated, but not this word depressed. Ah, <sighs> Senor Diego, I feel like you left a a major. Listen, part. she lied. I lied. Everyone lies. It's a thing. People do it. Oh, um, I mean, well, I you, mean, you got uh, me there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna look at everyone and be like. Yesterday, we kind of agreed to help Senor Diego procure the money uh, with the hopes of giving at least some of it back to the lady. Mm-hmm. Are we still on that? Are we still on that track? Yes. At least I am. B. Lorian? Uh, I think we're in the right place, I guess. We should okay. deliver some. Although, you know, the uh, finder's fee as some people may call it, is important. Uh, uh, Senor Diego's gonna walk over to you, Lorian, and like put his arm around your shoulder and point at you and like say, ha, ah, I, I like this guy. Don't right. <laughs> You are a criminal and an unjust man. Well, criminal, I'm not criminal, not outside Tenth Kingdom. Anyway. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Daggers at him. Pump the brakes. Uh, are you wanted in the Tenth Kingdom? Yes, why else would I be out here? Well, we're not wanted in the Tenth Kingdom. I still don't know what you're doing out here. Like, what What are you guys doing out here? We wanted to take a road trip, and then you came along. Okay? Yeah. I shoved more Cocoa Puffs in my mouth. Yeah, we're, um... We're looking for people. We're looking, we're trying to solve a mystery that I can't give you any information about <laughs> because that I'm is bound. Mighty curious. Because I, I like, uh, can she like indicate? Can I like indicate that I had to like prick my finger and that there was blood? Like, is that against the contract? I mean, I feel like. You just doing that doesn't indicate a contract directly. Okay. You're not allowed to indirectly mention the details. But I can say that I'm under like a blood oath contract. Technically, no. <laughs> okay. I, I will. I will touch my finger. Like the top of it, like where you would prick your finger. Okay. And There's then, still a little cut mark. Yeah, and show him, and then I'll be like, "It's a contract." Well, you you can't say that. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. But I'm like <laughs> pointing to my finger, 
it's a it's a thing and then i'm gonna point to b like and and tell her to like hold, a, you know, hold up hold your hand it's an arrangement and i hold my finger up isn't an arrangement just another word for contract no i think it is i mean it is but it's not the word contract it doesn't doesn't matter <laughs> um it's a, it's a thing yeah it's a thing you're not in the club, many, loser. You got many injuries during it's, the fight with the Stonebreaker. I can, I can see that. No, 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 no. Before that, uh, it does not matter. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Marcus will. As I don't know what sure what Diego's doing over there, but Marcus will walk over to Diego and put his hand on his shoulder and go, "Look, look, Scooby. We're gonna solve this mystery. Come on." <laughs> I was think. Okay, I was thinking this. What year is this? Like late 1960s. Okay, Scooby Doo. I think it released in 69. 69, baby. Not that late. Boo. Boo. Sorry. Boo. September 13, 1969. I'm so sad. I was like, maybe James will just like let it happen. Like he'll just let Scooby Doo be a thing. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. There's a there's a process to these sorts of things. Boo. Uh, don't worry, Senior Diego. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. We just, we did it. It's, don't worry about it. He nods. Goggles of light starts to walk into the cave. I think we should follow your friend. Yes. And Lorraine is not going to light up the sword because he would cancel out all the dark vision stuff. So he's going to use his own dark vision. Yeah, I'll uh, also put on my goggles at night and head into the cave and be like, come on, Senior Diego. You guys look so cool in your goggles as I go in. Uh, Thanks for making a, them be. You wouldn't have a pair that I could wear, would you? You can't see in the dark? No, I can see fine. They just look really cool. You're Wait a minute. You're Wait, no, 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 no. Hold You're on. not in the club. Hold on. Okay. Uh, luck stops him. You can't see in the dark. No, I can see very well in the dark. No, you can't. Hey, yeah, can I insight that, please? Sure, make an insight, make an insight check. I mean, he was like, you just get on it, like, what are you talking about? Oh my god, Fantastic Seven. Yeah, so he's just looking at you with a face like, I just liked the goggles, they looked really cool. Okay, hold on, let me do one. Yeah, please be, help us. We do not trust this man at all. I got a 19. He's not lying, he thinks the goggles look cool. Oh my god, oh, we just all did insight checks for that. <laughs> No, no, no! But we weren't, we weren't inciting to see if he thinks the goggles look cool. We want to know if he, if we think that he's lying. No, he's not lying. I mean, you, so you and Lorian don't know, but, or you can't, you can't sense anything from him. But yeah, Marcus and B, he just thought the goggles looked cool. He, he's not lying. <laughs> mm, how about you stay on our good side, and then I will give you exclusive. B Bronzewick merch, which is what that is, and you'll, as you can see, my logo's on the side of both the goggles. So if you're good, maybe he he feels belittled as you talk to him like he's a child, as oh. you are a child talking. <laughs> All right, how about uh, tieflings stick together? I'll loop arms with him. I'll be like, I'll be your guide. Wait, can you really not see in the dark? I just realized that he probably, if he can't see in the dark, I can't call him out without calling myself out. 
Wait. Marcus, you talk to him. You're human. You can't see the dark. Wait, what? What Wait. am I doing? We're shaking down Senor Diego. He can't Again. see him. But why? We literally just figured out that he wasn't lying about that. He said he could he said he could see in the dark. He likes the way they look. Nothing in that inside check gave us the impression that he was lying about seeing in the dark. Correct. Okay. Then we don't need to shake down Senor Diego. He right. just needs to work hard so he can get my merch. Oh yeah. Yeah, don't um, worry, Senor Diego. If we had an extra pair of of night goggles. How about this? How about I split mine with you? Half the time I'll wear them and half the time you can wear them. Uh, but then you he, can't see! He smiles at you and he will say something uh, in a language you don't understand. What's language? Uh, Lauren, you would understand it. Ooh, which one is uh, it? It's <laughs> Infernal. Oh, yes. Oh, no. He says, uh, tieflings stick together. So you wouldn't know that, right, Lux? Right. So he's gonna look at Lux in like a uh, uh, "need help" kind of look. <laughs> She'll just kind of like give a really short nod, like oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I must apologize for Lux's inability to understand most infernal. She was raised away from her devilish heritage, and even so, she has lost most of her language. So. If you need to translate, you should talk to me instead. You want to make a deception check for me? Plus five, baby. I will give you a bardic inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. All right. So I roll the check, and then you roll it, bardic. Uh, uh, you can roll it, or I can roll it. Oh, 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 oh no! Uh, uh, I think you need it. Yeah, it's a d six. Twelve. Okay. Uh, let me find his character sheet. Oh no! Yep. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. he just he looks at you and and gives a subtle nod. Yeah, it's uh, well it's... then. Uh, shall we be going? Wait, are you really gonna share the goggles? I really don't have a choice at this point. Mm. It's okay. It's it's. Don't worry. You know, You're not going to be able to see. I know. And <laughs> I it's fine. I won't I won't give it to him if he asks. <laughs> I'll just kick him. I don't know. Doesn't Lux's horns glow? Oh yeah, my horns do glow. So she'd have like a dim light around her? Uh it's not enough. It's like a phosphorescence. It's enough to like see them in the dark, but it's not enough to emit light. It's not cool. a reading lamp. No. Yeah. I mean I mean out of out of game, if you want to use it as it your reading lamp at home, that's fine. But mechanically they they don't help much. Just ask for Lorian's glowing sword. Can you cast light on her horns to make them glow? Yeah, you can. But I also assume that uh your your glowing horns might like diminish whenever you try and be sneaky. So, not to give your position away. Yeah, it probably is not a good idea to cast light on my horns, but, uh... We can do it when we're not sneaking around in battle. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. I have an answer. Uh, so, with infused item, I can infuse an item after a long rest. 
It okay. is after a long rest. You finished a long rest. Yeah. Could I infuse another pair of goggles? Uh, where are you getting all these? You know, it doesn't matter. Sure. <laughs> where am I getting all these what? Goggles. Where are you getting all these goggles? I carry spare supplies with me. All right. Okay. In the Battle Bee. Yeah, In my trunk. Fine. Duh. Okay. And I pop yeah. the trunk of Battle Bee. Okay. All right. I'm so going to give you a pair of goggles. See? And I hold them up even though I, like, am not that tall. I'll be like, but I need them back after this. I mean, you also don't have to infuse them, and he probably wouldn't notice the difference because he oh, already that's a good has. Idea. I'm not going to infuse it. Yes, 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 yes. All right. <laughs> I won't infuse goggles, and I'll be like, here. And it has, like, the B on the side and everything. Okay. Yeah, he, he, like, takes them on and puts them around his horns and, like, stretches them out and snaps them to his eyes. He's like, well, welcome to the gang. How do I look? You look really uh, cool. I'm assuming these are goggles you can't see people's eyes beneath? Yep. Okay, so he winks, but no one sees it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna put my goggles on. But I'm right. still gonna keep my arm in the loop with Senor Diego. Sure. So you guys begin your way into the mine. It's dusty. Um, a lot of parts have caved in. Uh, you notice tracks that lead deeper into the mine. But Marcus, you know the direction you saw the tracks in lead to a side chamber connected to the mine. Right. Uh, so I'd probably try and head that direction. I'd have the, uh, my, my gun drawn and uh, I'd try to be approaching stealthily. Should we let Marcus go like a little bit ahead of us, like maybe by at least 30 feet, and then try to approach sneakily ourselves? I think that's a good plan. In that case, Marcus, would you please make a stealth check? Um, so you're uh, scouting for the party. As you uh, venture in, you do find the sort of uh, sticky webbed texture on the floors and walls. And as you go past the point you ventured last time, you hear this sort of electrical humming sound, kind of like uh, the sound that electric would make uh, when traveling between two Tesla coils. Oh, okay. That's exciting. I was gonna see if there was any kind of like blue light or some kind of flickering light that would maybe per, uh, look like a, a short or some underground electricity. Um, so actually, as you round the corner, you will see a an archway or uh, sort of this passage that is nearly completely barred by this electrical almost gate. Uh, there is a machine uh, that seems to be operating this electric, uh, and yeah, it, it looks... Like, it would be quite painful if you were unable to disarm this. Uh, you can see that there is room above it to where if you were a spider, you'd be able to, for the most part, pass through unscathed. But you do not have those capabilities, so... Uh, but yeah, you, you do see it, uh, sort of like the blue light sort of flickering on and off in the room. 
the machine that you said was next to the gate, is it like a generator or is it? Uh, it looks like a console where it would give commands to the gate. So you would be able to either disarm it or rearm it with a successful Tinker Tools check. Okay. There is a possibility, though, that if you fail the check, the machine will become locked in a state where you cannot deactivate the electric gate. All right. I'm going to motion for the party to, you know, join me by the by the gate or around the corner. You guys yeah. do so. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Let me roll stealth. Uh, you don't Let have me... to roll stealth just yet. Okay. I'm cool. going off of uh, Marcus's high twenty three for now. Yeah. Bliss. Bless. <laughs> um, but yeah, you will all see the same thing I explained to Marcus. Interesting. I'm not really sure if this is... I don't think I'd be able to really be much help with this. B, this kind of seems more like your thing. Yeah, B, you want to mm. give it a go? Yes. Um, can I just do like a... A Tinker Tools check? Can I pat wow. you on okay. the head and give you a uh, bardic inspiration? Yes. Uh, guidance would also help in this case. So I just stab. slap myself with guidance. Okay. Um, before you roll, the DC is 16. Okay. Can Mike assist me? Yeah. I'm literally going to be like, I need someone to hold my tools. I don't have that many hands. Scalpel. Do I need to make a Tinker Tools roll as well? Nope. Uh, just you having proficiency with Tinker Tools lets you help her. I got an 18. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you open the side panel, you know, going through its several uh, wires, and you find the correct one to, to cut uh, as the uh, electric gate fizzles out and ceases to make that sound. Alright, I think we're okay. Marcus, thank you for helping me. Sure thing, B. Wait, did Battlebee follow me in? I assume so. Cool, I throw all of that stuff back in Battlebee's trunk. Okay, good. She got drunk in the trunk. Yes. So to, so to speak. <laughs> Very literally, in this case. You can see that past the electric gate, the webbing becomes more dense, coating the walls and ceilings and floors. Can I examine this liquid? Uh, as, as you look at it, it looks like spider silk woven by a, a very large spider. Um, if you're looking for any additional information, please let me know. Oh, is it a one of those magical spiders, or just a really big, normal spider? Uh, you can make an arcana roll. Twelve. Uh, looks like... like just spider silk from a, a big, big spider. Can I make some kind of a check to see if I would recognize the web pattern to see if it's like a, like a poisonous spider or if it's just, you know, an ambush spider? Yeah, you could make a, a nature check. I, I don't know if a 12 is high enough to correlate whether those spiders are poisonous with the type of webbing they give. That's fair. Mm. Um, I'd probably then continue deeper into the cave as stealthily and as cautiously as possible. So, Marcus, as you, you creep in, uh, you will notice a second chamber. And if you would make a perception check for me. 
real? You will notice there are in towards the ceiling, uh, so like the tops of the walls, there are these little tunnels big enough for a, a giant spider to reside in. And you see like a hairy spider leg sort of just resting at the corner of one of these tunnels. It does not appear to be moving at this moment, but you, you do know that they there are some spiders in here. I would immediately throw my hand back and very non-verbally tell the party to stop. Okay. Is there anything else in the room besides the spiders at the top of the room? The cave continues on the opposite side of where you're standing. Uh, where you can see a large uh, sort of chasm divides the, the walls of this, this cave. Uh, and you can see more tunnels on the opposite side of this chasm. I would sneak back to the party and relay this information. Has there been any other branches to this cave uh, before this gate, or has it kind of been a straight shot in? For the majority, it's been a straight shot. It seems the mechanized and equipment laden areas uh, have deterred the spiders in a way. Well, cool. Uh, okay, so guys, we've, uh, we've got happy little obstacle in front of us. Uh, Mr. Mayor, how many of those spiders were there? Could you more make... than 20? Not more than 20. More than what? I said more than 20. No, the cave was not, uh, not that large. Okay. Um, there were three Three creatures, from what you could tell. Okay. Uh, so, all right, guys, so there's like three these really big-ass spiders in this next little antechamber. The cave keeps going beyond this little chamber thing, so my thought is we'd try and sneak by, and hopefully we don't, uh, hopefully we don't fuck up and wake them. I agree. Okay. I don't want to mess with spiders. I also agree I don't want to mess with spiders. Florian, Diego, thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh, Diego shrugs. If you think that is best, then yes, let's uh, let's proceed. I'll sit cross first. That way, if if we do wake somebody up, we can get in the crossfire. I uh, I do worry though. Yeah, if we are to venture farther into this cave, would it not be possible that we wake these spiders up with our presence and become outflanked? That is. You're saying you're saying hmm. we should just kill these spiders now. If we have to jump on them, it might not be a bad idea. Thanks, Dion. Uh, I mean, yes, but you make sense. <laughs> uh, is Halo with us? He raises his hand. Halo, hey, buddy, you've been seeing in the dark? Uh, no, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Halo, why didn't you say anything? I was just kind of holding on to... I don't actually know who I'm holding on to right oh now. Oh my gosh, give me a moment. And I will give him some goggles. You're being too loud. You will wake the spiders. Okay. Oh my gosh, your presence is too loud. But don't. I do don't. not take offense. <laughs> uh, Lux will just. Some goggles. Lux will pat Senior Diego's hand because I assume that they're still arm in arm because of reasons, I guess. Um, And. I'll just look at Senior Diego and then look at Marcus and be like, yeah, it might be a good idea for us to try to get the jump on them if they are, if there are a lot of, a lot of spiders. Sorry, I checked out for a second. I don't really like spiders. 
<laughs> All right. Let's kick these spiders' asses. Don't forget you have a bardic inspiration B. Yeah, unless so it's I don't need you guys to roll stealth unless yeah, go go ahead and ro roll stealth just just to be sure. I guess. 14. Okay. All That's of fine. Them? Uh Marcus, we're gonna use your previous one, which was <laughs> twenty-three. But at disadvantage because Okay. Six. B use that bardic inspiration. Okay. Eight. Oh, we use the bardic inspiration. It's a D six, right? Yep. Alo gets a fourteen. He got an eight. I tried and my then best. Diego, stealth is not something he has. Okay. Flat roll here. Well, it's a crit anyway. Doesn't matter. Jeez, Senor Diego. Yeah, he's super stealthy. Sneaky uh, tiefling. Um, I don't think I need a stealth check for your battle beat. I'll just use yours. Let's see. Passive perception is 10 minus 5 for being asleep. Uh, so their current perception, passive perception, is 5. But the other creatures is a nine so you'll get the jump on I'm the spiders so sorry but not the jump on uh our last person here if only you had given yourself guidance you i don't know why i didn't else. do that i don't know <laughs> uh if you guys wouldn't mind these spiders are surprised so they won't get a turn this round uh they get a 16 if you would roll uh initiative please 22, baby. Hmm. See your Diego! Yeah. I got so a 22, so I got a crit success, and Diego got a crit fail. Okay, um, so these spiders are currently uh, surprised. You have advantage on attack rolls against them until, until after their turn. So, B, you were first to act. What would you like to do? Was not expecting to happen. Uh, they do have cover from being in these little holes, um, so they have three-quarters cover. Mm -hmm. Alright, I'm going to prepare my action to shoot at the first spider that I see as I have Battle Bee walking over. I'll be like, as I par pass Marcus, I'll be like, excuse me? Oh, that, that's a, what is that? is what i don't know what that is this <gasps> there you go. that's oh. not a monster oh. No! Oh. Big, spider. big big spider i scream and oh, then i so try cute. to shoot it it okay. is uh and then their friend uh which is like a big fat spider man that looks like a sea lord it could be a it's, sea lord. oh it's one of those dudes <laughs> it looks yeah. like a it looks like a manatee with arms <laughs> Um, does Pinchers. Does it not? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <kinda>. it does. <laughs> Beatrice, you don't have to hold your action because you, you can see the spider. So I didn't realize that it would be so soon. Okay, well, I'm going to shoot. I'll walk out and I will shoot. All right. Uh, remember, they have three quarters covered. 23. Uh, but a 23 or is going to hit. If they're, three, th if they're three quarters covered, does that mean? Three quarters means they have a plus five to their AC. Oh, okay. 
Um, but with a 23, you you hit regardless. Because uh, it's also at advantage. Okay. Uh, you should also be able to see their health. Yes. Go. Terrified of spiders. I immediately shoot. <laughs> All right. Is that the end of your turn? Not moving. I'm staying where I am. I'm terrified. All right. Lux, that is your turn. Super duper. I'll move. Is that where? The, is that the spider? Uh, yeah, I think that. Oh, yep, that is the spider. If you can see it, then you mm -hmm. can attack it. Yeah, it's. I can see its little butt. Great. I'm gonna cast um, shatter uh -huh. right on it, um, which will hit the ten foot radius. Won't get anybody. So with a ten foot radius. I do not believe that will hit any of my friendies. Nope, it'll just hit that spider. Great. It needs a constitution save? It sure does. And it's a DC 15. Fails, it gets a 13. Uh, so nine thunder damage. Yeah, and then I'd like to, to move back to where I was previously. Uh, okay. It is Halo's turn. What do Halo do? He will go there to where you were, and he'll cast Sacred Rain. He needs a dexterity saving throw, uh, which passes. And then Halo will move back. All right, uh, spiders don't get a turn. Marcus, that's your turn. Uh, the spiders are no longer surprised. Uh, so I don't get advantage on them? That's good. Gonna shoot this guy anyways. If you do want the advantage, oh wait, no, the adder cap was never surprised. Never mind. Sorry. Pew pew pew. Uh, even with their three quarters cover, a twenty will hit. Uh, they don't get three quarter cover from me because of my structure feet. Oh, uh, okay. Do your damage. I think that's the worst you've ever rolled on a damage roll. Right. A, a 10 is the worst. Nope. <laughs> uh, but it does die. Oh, what? See, spider guts drip down the walls. Uh, Lorian, your turn. What'd you like to do? Walk a couple feet. Oh, big spider. Big dead spider. Hold on. So if I was here, would it, this spider have cover still? Uh, yes, because it's in the wall. Oh, it's literally inside the wall. Awesome. Yeah. Bro. bro, I'm gonna throw a little javy. Little javelins for the boys. Throw that javelin. 24. 24 will hit. 9 piercing. Alright. Lauren ain't no athlete for nothing. You know, pick mm -hmm. it up, he's gonna other hand out, close one eye, and just straight into the wall. Yeah, it embeds itself in the side of the spider. You hear it, like, it doesn't scream, it just, like, Clicks annoyed and afeared. Um, that brings it to the Ettercap's turn. Ettercap will cast right here, Fairy Fire. I need Marcus, Beatrice, and Lorian to make dexterity saving throws, please. You ask the guy with a zero modifier to do it. Or you're in the room. What do you expect? All right, you all fail. So, yeah, you guys see this neon web fall over you guys and it coats you in this uh neon purple color 
you are now fairy fired. All attacks have advantage against you. Uh, Senior Diego will rush in, see this Ender Cap in the corner, and uh, he's going to say, Haha, Lux, I can do it too. And he's going to cast Batter. Um, at this point, just barely missing Lorian, uh, but getting this, uh, the Edder Cap. 14 damage. The Edder Cap just barely succeeds, uh, but it takes 7 damage, and then it needs a con- concentration check. Okay. <laughs> Fairy fire's over. Well, sucks. Oh, I'm no longer pretty. Nope, you're no longer pretty. Uh, Beatrice, what'd you like to do? I'm going to see that we just killed that last spider mm-hmm. and move forward and shoot the next fire. The, the next fire. The next spider that we see that I would like to set on fire, but I do not uh, have that ability. So I'm going to take a shot at it with my light cross bow. Okay. I got a 13. Uh, 13 misses. I freak out and I just shoot in one direction because I'm just, I don't like this. <laughs> Lux, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Well, I guess I'm going to actually have to move this time uh, and probably stay where I go. Okay, I'm going to move past Marcus and Senior Diego right to, oh, oh, goodness me, um, right to where B is. Uh, oh, I dislike this. Oh, it's 11 feet. I don't think that'll hit B. Second verse, same as the first. Let's shatter this baby. Okay. Uh, constitution save. Get to five. Hey, <laughs> baby, 17 thunder damage. Uh, 17 is exactly how much HP it had. It <gasps> Uh, Lux will just pat me on the head and be like, took care of it for you. Uh, Halo will move there. Let's see what he can see. He can just barely see the Edder Cap where he is. And he will do another Sacred Rain uh, for four Radiant Damage. Uh, Edder Cap succeeds. Uh, no more Giant Spiders. Marcus, it's your turn. A 26 does hit. Uh, Lorraine, it's your turn. All right, where is he at? Uh, you do not have line of sight on him right now. Do I know the general direction so I can walk that way? Yeah, they're like all attacking it over here and over oh, here. It's literally just a pillar in your... Yeah. Well, I can make it. I'm going to hit him with my sword. Uh, you do have to like reach up at him, but uh, yeah, no problem. Wow. Um, <gasps> no, No dice. It is his turn, though. It needs to make uh, a bite attack and then a claw attack on you. So, bite. Uh, Does a 17 hit? No. Okay, and then a claw attack. Also a miss. Nice. Senior Diego's turn. He doesn't have much capability. I guess he could just throw a dagger at it with an 18 that just barely hits him. So... Yeah, uh, Senior Diego 
sends a, a dagger flying, dealing him six damage. Yeah, the, the editor cap is, is looking scared. Beatrice, it's your turn. I step forward. I have a uh, battle bee walk forward. I see the manatee weird looking thing. It's and not I'll a take manatee. A shot. Stop calling it a manatee. I'll take a shot at it with my light crossbow. Okay. I will scream as I shoot. Oh, I got an 11. I missed! I just scream and I shoot in the distance. All right. Lux, that's your turn. All right. Um, where's this? <laughs> You're this... in the same position Lorian was in when he couldn't see it. Guy, it's fine. I'm going to move closer to B. Literally just in that corner. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move in between B and Lorian. Okay. Oh, this guy is like in the weirdest position. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast hideous laughter. All right. You didn't know how to laugh though. Mm, make him laugh. That's a spell save. Eight. Okay. Fails. What does it? What damage does it take? Target must succeed. Um, take or... any damage. It's oh, just... he just falls. He falls prone. And he's incapacitated. Yep. So you just hear this like chittering sound from inside the the little hole. I did it, says Lux. I've yeah. done it. Uh, that's my turn. Let's see. Um, he is going to. When you're prone. Do you have disadvantage on dexterity saves? I don't think you do. I think you only have disadvantage on attack rolls. As correct. So uh, Halo will hold his action until someone can benefit from him being incapacitated, and he'll just do another sacred sacred ring. But he doesn't want to waste that. Uh, Marcus, it's your turn. I'd love to do something awesome, but I need to reload. So I'm going to do that instead. All right, Lorian, it's your turn. So Ettercat, be prone. Uh, it is prone rolling in the tunnel, yes. Alright, and if I hit him, he has advantage on the save, right? Um, I think it just lets him make it again. No, it does have it does have advantage on the save. Let me hit him again. Thirteen is not enough to hit him while he's in this little hole. Well at least it doesn't trigger the save. Edercap, does he make a save at the end of his turn? Yep, at yes. the end of each of its turns. Yep. Okay. Uh, wisdom save. Okay, still, still laughing. Still uh, Your Diego will throw his last dagger at the thing. Well, actually, no, that's a ranged attack. Uh, he'll try it anyway. Okay, he misses. <clears throat> Beatrice, um, going. It is, it is currently prone inside the little tunnel, uh, laughing its uh, mandibles off. Okay, I'm just gonna use a. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna shoot again with my light crossbow. I don't want to waste a spell. Fourteen. Uh, eleven misses. What? Oh. Uh, it's prone, uh but does it being does uh, it being incapacitated negate that? I think it does, but uh, either way, it still misses. Hmm. Ah, somehow this has not helped at all, says Lux. (laughs) That brings it to your turn. Hmm, I'm glad that I did a thing that was super helpful to everyone, says (laughs) me. 
is literally nothing. I'm gonna move right here next to Lorian. I can't. There's a wall there, right in front of me. Uh, you can still hit him. Okay. I just I wanted to move. Try to move. Why am I doing that? I'm a bard. You Whatever. can you can also enter ally squares as long as you don't end your turn there. I would like to enter um, Lorian Square. Yeah, and... you, you yell duck, Lorian ducks, and you stab at it. Is that... Duck! Yeah, because I am going to stab at it with my long sword, and uh, I'm going to use my psychic blades if I hit. Okay. So... But he going to drop it low. Drop Are it. Have advantage? Uh, it's a 22. That'll hit. Great. Psychic blades! That is 19 damage. And with that, it dies. Uh, you kill it. You see the, the life drain from its eyes as it makes a horrific clicking noise. Well, that was perfectly terrifying. Uh, I will uh, move out of Lorian's space and pat him on the shoulder. Good job. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Shall we continue then? Awful experience. Lux will just like. More spiders. Yeah, Lux will just sheath her sword and just like look at the weird Spider-Man and then look at the big spider and then realize that she killed a lot of stuff and she feels a little queasy. Mm -hmm. Onward. Um, so yeah, Marcus would probably keep going forward uh, as sneaky as possible while keeping an eye out for anything that might be dangerous. Okay. You will see. It seems the spiders have bridged this chasm with sort of makeshift bridges of web. Hmm. I'm gonna go up here and go across the the north bridge. Uh, I will follow Marcus and go that way as well. I'm with you guys. Before you move, could you make a dexterity saving throw? Let me check the spiders. Save DC here. Okay, a 12 is, is just enough uh, to avoid being restrained. So you, you put your leg in it, and you can instantly feel yourself starting to get tangled in it, but you, you quickly pull your leg away. Great. Great. Is there a way that we can get across without getting super tangled in it? Or... Only if you're a spider. Okay. Seems like we'll just have to be careful then. Yes, sounds like. We should probably try and find a spider. Maybe we can lasso one and I don't know. I mean, there were two spiders. Killed them though. Yeah, we did. Hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Any ideas, guys? Go across, try and trigger a spider. Can yeah. I, can I look for the web? Uh, see if there's a spider within the web. Uh, there is not. There's not. All right, I guess I'll go across next. So on, only spiders can, can cross these bridges uh, unimpeded. Uh, unless you you somehow have the, the trait web walker, which so, is what they have. So we don't make it across even... That That is correct. The, ah. the webs are, are too sticky, and if you do not have a spider anatomy, you will not be able to cross these. We can't cross these. But let's assume that Marcus told everyone that when, when he first tried. So. Yes, let's assume that. Yeah. Looking over this chasm, um, is there any way or anywhere that might uh, act as an anchor? 
anchor what? Uh, rope or just uh, anything that we look like tied to. There are portions of the wall where you you could you if you had like a hammer and pitten you could sure. you could do something like that. Can I check out down here? Uh, sure. Ooh, look at that. Oh, there's more. Before you continue yep. moving, um, what is Lorian's passive perception? Eleven. All right. I don't see nothing. Yeah, I know. Guys, please help. I guess we should uh, go ahead and roll initiative a, a second time. Oh, God. Okay. A 21. Wow. We got a 19. Seven. Okay. Since you guys were so far away, uh, you do not you do not notice this until it occurs. Uh, this was just mostly to see if Oh, thank you, Halo. Uh, this was mostly just to see if uh, Lorian uh, was able to notice before it happened. So it's going to attack you with advantage, Lorian. Uh, what's your armor class? 18. How big are these? Are, how big are these dudes? They're of size category large. What's he hitting me with, though? 10 misses and then a 7 misses. Uh, you are no longer surprised. So it's Halo's turn. You guys, Lorian, do you make any sound? Oh, so I hear the whips cracking at me? Uh, yes. Only one cracks at you, though. Alright, and would I know that, and would I know the name of this creature? Or should I say, big purple thing is on me? Big spider manatee thing. Uh, help! Spider! Spider thing! Man. Oh. Good. I liked that little oh at the end there. That, that was, was really nice. Like them. <laughs> that was a good touch. Thanks. Um, Halo will move there, and he'll just do a good old. Go ahead and do a guiding bolt. Ow! Uh, hitting him. Healing. Thirteen radiant. The next attack has advantage. Oh. Uh, Lux, your turn. Well, I can't really see nothing that's happening, so I'm going to move uh, right behind my good friend Halo. Since Oh, now I can see the big boy. Okie dokie. He's in the chasm or on the other side of the chasm? He is, like, on the wall. His hands are, like, his, his legs and one of his hands is on the wall, uh, and he's, like, you see him casting a, a thorn whip at Lorien. Oh, okay. We're gonna go with hideous laughter again on this one, because um, hopefully he won't pass, and then he'll be incapacitated. He gets a seven. So then, is he gonna be incapacitated while he's climbing, and then fall down the chasm? I don't think so, because of their physiology, they stick to the walls. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna be like, if not, then it's because he's sticky, right? So yeah, uh, he's. I don't know if he's considered prone, but he's definitely incapacitated right now. Fantastic. It's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, Beatrice, it's your turn. I'm gonna step out, look around. Ugh. Can I just shoot the thing from where I stand? If you can see it, and it's in range, yeah. Let's see it. I'll just take a shot at it with my light crossbow over here. 14? 14. 14 hits it. 
Finally! Seven damage. Okay. Marcus. Let's see. I can see the health bar over here, so I'm just going to take a shot at the thing. Sure. Uh, it does have a little bit of cover from you from being around the wall, unless you move. Because of my sharpshooter feet, I ignore half and three-quarters cover. I keep forgetting that. It's all good. We'll go ahead and attack. A uh, 12 does not hit. Uh, Enter Cap's turn. Wisdom save. Gets a 15. Oh no, he's not hideous laughter anymore. Uh, that's the end of its turn. Oh wait, it was supposed to be taking the wisdom saves whenever it took damage, right? Wait, target has advantage on saving throw if it's triggered by damage. Yeah, so it also needs to make the saving throws whenever it takes damage. Oh, okay, I'm so sorry. No worries. Uh, but uh, So it is no longer incapacitated. Lorraine is going to try and thorn whip you again. Joke's on that or cap. Ooh. That one hit. Okay. You are dealt five piercing damage. Ouch, if only that actually hurt me. He pulls you into the chasm. Oh my oh. How deep is the Uh you cannot see the bottom from where you are. Rip. Who has featherfall? Uh, uh no one has featherfall. No um one has. but you will watch as Lorian, if I may move your character. Yes. Falls into the chasm and disappears. Uh, uh, uh with <laughs> with that the air cap will continue its turn. Uh, as it begins to flee. It's a druid. <laughs> Basically. I just got outplayed. That is not fair. <laughs> I was I was so concerned that no one was like, he's casting Thorn Whip, guys. We know what Thorn Whip does. Lorian, <laughs> I'm going to roll something real fast. Fall damage, 26 Let's go. Uh, not 20. You'd just be dead you dead. You take 28 damage. You guys, uh, what does Lorian do as he, he falls into this this chasm? I was going to make a quote from a game, but I don't know if you guys would know it. Sure, go ahead. Uh, it's from Sekiro, like, Robert! Roberto! Robert! And he just on the ground. Okay, that's 28. Mm -hmm. 28 damage. I'm still you, alive, baby. As you, oh as my you God. fall 100 feet, um, 100? you're hitting... You're you're hitting cliffs as you fall down into the darkness. Games go. How does he bounce off the walls? Lorian, <laughs> uh, uh. as you fall down, you you fall flat on your face into what appears to be the the bottom of the mine. Uh, and as you look up, a creature is giving you a cur curious look as it blinks its long eyes at you. Uh, you see light refracting off of its diamond-like shell. And yeah, what do you what do you do? Do you have an image of this creature? And can I also use my lay on hands while I do a check on this and see if I know what it is? Uh, you've actually seen this creature before. Oh. Uh, it is a crystal hermit crab. Oh, these freaking dudes again. Um, it blinks at you as you cure yourself of your wounds, and it just blinks at you and says, I'm sorry, are you okay? Just a moment. He's going to heal up 20 real quick, using all of his land hands. 
That is that is your turn. Uh, Senior Diego will come out and say, "What what's going on?" What? Uh, the header cap is too far away for him to do anything. I think. Lorian fell down the hole. Uh, that does not sound good. No. Halo is going to see that the header cap is retreating uh, and looks back at you guys. Do you guys want him to pursue, or are you guys more? Uh, how We're focused would, on other things right now. How would we get down there? Marcus has a burglar's pack, which has uh, climbing pittance as well as 50 feet of rope. Wait, you did have pins? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you say something? Because it's on the other side of the freaking room. I can't get over there in the first place. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. Are you guys continuing the chase of the other cap, or are you letting it go? I mean, can we? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to help your boy? I guess I didn't see him. Well, I mean, everyone heard you clink as you fell down like a... I totally saw you get it. Uh, Robert! <laughs> <laughs> I'm recycling. Oh, <laughs> Marcus would head down here to uh, help Warren get up again. Okay, the We're still in combat if you guys want to continue shooting at the, the editor cap. Uh, yeah, I think we should probably continue to shoot at him while we also pursue by going downward. Okay. Uh, in that case, Halo will go ahead and do a... Halo's pretty pissed now. He's just gonna do a... He's just gonna do a guiding bolt at it. Uh, but a, a 9 misses. Except that he's going to use Favored by the Gods. Just barely hit it with that 13. Heck yes. Dealing it... 11 radiant damage, and the next attack roll has advantage. Uh, Lux. Okay. Alrighty, let's... Uh... Uh, Halo is pissed off right now. I'm gonna move up in front of Halo. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pat him. And I'm gonna look at this ender cap, and I'm gonna look at what I have to do, or what I can do. Uh, cause it's not a lot. Honestly, yeah, Halo seems mad. I'm mad. I'm gonna cast Shatter. All right, Constitution save. Yes, sir. All right, 11 uh, it fails. Uh, 18 thunder damage. With that, it does die. A few sets of 10 feet away from you, Lorian, you watch as, or I guess. The physiology would keep it stuck to the wall, so it, you just it you you blow it to uh, well. I guess the maybe the shatter would knock it off if it killed it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so a little bit of debris and um, edder cap chunks uh, fall near you, Lorian. Am I alone besides the crystal hermocrim? It seems like it, um, and as you look behind him, you will notice a perfectly spherical carved chamber behind him. He's going to look like back and look forth. And before he looks at the chamber, he's going to call him and says, Hey! Did you do it? And hopefully wait for a response. You guys hear Lorian's voice echo from below. Yes! Lux yells back. I found a circular chamber thing. 
So if you can calm down without hurting yourselves, that would be pretty good. Okay, I'm gonna jump. Just kidding, I won't. I'll, we'll be there shortly. Yeah, I say, I okay. say not, not knowing how we will get down there. Um, the, the little hermit crab looks at you, Lorraine, and says, Oh, you, you have friends? Are they, are they coming to see us? Well, I hope they can come down without falling like I did. That was a pretty far away as you fell, yeah. The last people just came in down on a minecart. And he gestures where you see a minecart that has been driven off of its rails. May I try to put it back on the track and push it back up? A minecart might be a little too heavy for you to lift on your own because I'm looking at minecart in the 5e equipment and minecart weighs 2,000 pounds. That's no pretty way. heavy. No way. It says 300 pounds unladen, so there's nothing in this. How much can uh, Lorian lift? What's your strengths for? Uh, 18. I multiplied it. It's 270. Okay, so it is... Um, you, you could try and make an athletics check to push that. No, it, it is it is far too heavy for you to be able to lift. I'm gonna try it for a second. I'm just gonna put it back down. I think you almost had it. You're real strong, mister. When were the last people down here? Mm, a couple of weeks ago, I think. I don't really have a good perception of time. I suppose you to ask our guide when he comes down as well. That that sounds good. So uh, what is what is everyone else doing? I mean, at this point, I would anchor some rope and let everybody climb down. Sure. I'd say to make sure the night the knots are tied correctly. Uh, sleight of hand check. Can I assist? Um, sure. Doesn't state if Battleby can climb. If someone were to, to carry Battleby, I'm sure it'd be fine. Battleby's huge. He's not huge, he's medium. I mean, huge to me. You're so tiny. You, you, can you can lower him down with pulleys if you if you really want. If I'm being assisted, you get advantage? Yep. Yes, okay. I give you advantage. Uh, with with a twenty one sleight of hand, you are able to successfully secure the knots. It does does take a little bit. Um, who is the last one? Uh, who's the last one down? Uh, that would probably be Marcus. Marcus would be the last one down. You do see from a, across uh, the way uh, a spider like creep out and watch you as you go down. Uh, where would the spider be? Uh, you will see the, the spider like peek out from around that corner, uh, and then and then scuttle away. Good to know. I would want to get to the bottom of the chasm, I'll reclaim my rope, and uh, let folks know that there's definitely a spider up top in that across that bridge that we some our heads. Um, but yeah, you all see Lorian. What is what is Lorian doing by the time they get down there? Uh, he is sitting and talking to the hermit crab. They're having you... a very deep philosophical conversation. What are you talking to him about? Uh, he's talking about the uh, intricacies of modern literature. Oh, I can't read. That's the last thing he says before they get down there. 
Oh, well, if you do ever find yourself able to read, there are plenty of books I have my... I might come back and give them to you. You do seem like a nice person. Oh, you seem nice, too, for someone who fell down a hole. What are you guys talking about, Kerouac or something? Uh, Alex is just standing there with uh, her hands on her hips. I was, grinning. uh, talking to the hermit crab. It's a hermit crab? I rushed to pick him up. So yeah, you run over and he, like, shrinks back under the diamond-like shell. Oh, I'm sorry, I won't pick you up. My friend. I won't pick him up, um, and then I'm gonna, like, lay on the floor and try to make eye contact with him. Okay. One eye, like, pokes out at a time as he, like, looks at you and, like, snips at the air in front of your nose. Hi, I'm B. What's your name? Mm, Terry. Well, it's it's nice to meet you, Terry. You scared me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I think you're really cute. Well, what are you guys doing down here? There, there's more and more people down here every every week now. Every week? Well, maybe not. I told my I told your friend my perception of time isn't really good. But you have seen a lot of people recently. I did, yes. About four of them. That's a lot of people to be down here. Could they have just been, like, miners? No, they went in there, and he points into this perfect spherical chamber. Did they say uh, what they were looking for? No, they... They just kind of came in here and disappeared into there. Most stuff that goes in there, though... Oof. <laughs> it's pretty fun to watch, actually. Try throwing something in there. It's real fun. Uh... Uh. Marks would take a couple of uh, ball bearings out of his pack and start throwing them into the room. Okay. Uh, so do you throw a, a big handful at once? Yeah, they're like a little shotgun blast. Okay. So as you toss them into the air, they get semi-suspended and then slowly pulled towards the center of this perfect s- sphere. And you'll watch as parts of them will unravel into strips of color as they disintegrate and disappear. Um, <sighs> as that happens, Terry will, will clap his little claws together. See, wasn't that cool? What would happen if we stepped through? That was really cool. You said people went in there? Mm-hmm. And they... What happened to them? They didn't come out. No, they never came out. Never, never again. <clears throat> Ominous. They survived past the ball-bearing destroying thing, right? Also, the ball-bearings were, like, destroyed, right? As far as you can tell, there's nothing left of them. Did you see them go past that point? Well, I mean, they just disappeared like the ball-bearings did, except they didn't, they didn't, it was a little different for them. Also. Okay. So this either may be a sheet of very explosive energy, or it's a stepping off point. But I don't want to um, stick my hand and lose it, you know? Terry Terry will pull out a pair of glasses. Go ahead and uh, throw another one of those in there. I'll explain the difference. Why does a hermit crab have glasses on? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
we're we're in we're in a chasm talking to a hermit crab. I feel like we're beyond the point of questions <laughs> at this at this, at this condo. His name is Terry. Okay, yeah, his name you, is Terry. Yeah. Ugh. Go go ahead and throw another another one of those. I can I can explain the difference. Sure. Uh, Mark will toss another three or four in there. Okay. So as you toss them in, you'll watch as distinct ribbons of, of color will be separated as it dissolves. And uh, yeah, Terry will nod. He says, mm-hmm. So you saw how there were different streams of, of color, almost like it was being torn apart. Uh, for them, um, it it just turned them into a, a single thread of color. Just a single thread of color. Was there anything special about them? Um, before they went in, they put on these really weird suits. They look like glass bowls over their heads. Huh. Huh. What year is it? I have no concept of time. Above game, what year is it? <laughs> uh, it's like 1967 or 1966. Kind of sounds like, uh... Was a void suit. Like we've been to space already. Don Glenn already flew around the world. Yeah, that was uh, what I was trying to remember. Um, like a spacesuit, then. Um, sure. Oh, uh, it, I think so, Terry. I'm, I'm glass, like a, like a, like a helmet. I and guess. Like, okay. One. Okay. On top of the head. Uh-huh. And you could see their face through it? Uh yeah. Okay. And like and then and then like a like a white or 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 suit. That Actually they, they were black. They were black. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Have I heard of anything like this before? Besides the spacesuit? Uh I can make an arcana roll. I'd love to. Did you say the helmets were black? Nope, the helmets were see-through. 17. Uh, 17 is not enough. Okay. I yeah. will make an arcana check. Go Good ahead. luck. Slap myself with guidance. Okay. <laughs> oh, a 22. Uh, 22. Uh, so with the 22, you would know that there there is a scientific research company called ROA that makes suits like these that's being described, but you're not sure of the purpose of them. Um, so I know of this one organization, my dad gets like science magazines and stuff. He's like subscribed to a lot of them. And there's this one company, up and coming company called ROA, which stands for uh, Rainbow Odyssey Administration. That's what it's called. And they have suits similar like this. They were like prototypes, and they were in their magazines. That's what I can think of, but I don't know what they're for. Rainbow Odyssey Administration. Well, since we don't have any of those, is there anything else down here? Oh, yes. I, I know, Terry. You're, you're fantastic. Um, Terry? Can I make a perception or an investigation to see if there's any kind of other chambers? Um, there is a set of tracks uh, that do lead up into the mine, but you would need a 
minecart to be able to do so, and it does not look like the treks are, are functioning. Like there'd be no way to power it to get up. Got it. Oh. Terry, how did you come to live down here? Oh, I was born here. Are there more of your people here? Oh yes. Terry, would you give us a tour of your home? So he'll he'll walk over to a corner to a pile of rocks. Yes, <laughs> this is where me and my family eat. That's um, really nice. Do you like like people food? Hi. I'm Dave, and welcome to the Arcane Dice Podcast. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Arcane Dice Podcast and the Arcane Dice Presents Dungeon Crawl, Legacy of the Mad Mage. And I'm here today to invite you to enjoy our live play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, the Arcane Dice Podcast. Join us as we go through an entertaining adventure filled with magic, excitement, and unknown surprises. Our unscripted campaign will be as much a surprise to you as it is to us. You can find us on Twitter at Arcane Dice, Facebook and Instagram, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Or find us on arcanedicepodcast.podbean.com. Let's let this adventure begin. Am I a person? I don't know. You could. Dogs eat people food. I'll crumble a piece of ration by him. I'll be like, try it. See if you like it. And he'll take it in his little pinchers and, and nibble on it. Kind of salty. Oh, I'm sorry. So about this tour? Yeah, I showed you. This is where me and my family eat. That's what it? Are your, what are your family's names? Casey, come on. Why are you doing this? Because <laughs> I love it. Please say him. Wait, they have names? Yes, they have names. Oh my gosh, give us the names. This is oh, Jerry. This is Mary. And this is Gary, my my dad. And he like points to other hermit crabs who are like keeping their distance from you. Um, I love this hermit crab family so much. Must protect at all costs. Yes, mm-hmm. truly. Terry, I got right. a question for you, man. Hmm. Um, we're looking for uh, something valuable. Uh, it might be a chest or it might be something like in a, in a container of some kind. Have you seen anything like that? Mm, not that I can think of, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. If anyone's ever buried anything down here? Uh, this is kind of seems like the opposite of burying or they're digging instead of burying oh was worth a shot but where were they digging around here or up further well that's what that was for and he points at the minecart well yeah okay well we, we could follow the tracks uh they would be difficult to to climb oh they operate like that. Okay. They're not just... Alright. Huh. Back to the top. And yeah. then find the tracks. Could Marcus uh, try climb the other side of the chasm to try and get kind of over to here so he can make an anchor point and let people climb the rope up? Uh, do you have climber's tools? I don't... 
Okay. No, I just got the fittings and the uh, the rope. Okay. It it would take a an awful long time to to do that with just those. Okay. <coughs> yes, Casey. Um, I can make you a set if you want. It'll take an hour. Well, if we've got an hour, let's see. I think I have something. Yeah, I could use my song of rest if since Lorian took some damage. I'd like to hear a song. Oh, great. Okay, I'll use the right. I have the right tool for the job. So at third level, you've learned how to produce exactly the tool you need with these tools or artisan's tools in hand. You can magically you can magically create one set of artisan's tools in an unoccupied space within five feet of you. This creation required one hour of uninterrupted work, which would coincide with a short or long rest. Though the product of magic, the tools are non-magical and they vanish when you use this feature again. I have bad news for you. Climber's tools aren't artisan's tools. That is correct. Oh, Never no. mind, I, I can't make it for you. I got really cocky. <laughs> Okay. Lux, Lux already took out her violin and is like, oh, are we not? Is this... Terry, uh -oh. do you know another way up there? I actually didn't know there was anything up there to begin with. Oh, there is. There's a whole world. What? <laughs> never... No, nope. Never mind. Shit. I guess Marcus would try and find a way a way forward, try to see if there's any other passages or yeah. any way to move around. I mean, there was more path down the along the chasm you guys were going. It's just that Lorian encountered an Ettercap who pulled him into it. Oh, okay. We maybe should have just left Lorian there. Hello. Yeah, he would have been <laughs> fine. Yeah, Terry. Well, I mean, we could always get into that weird... Roa thing. I don't feel like becoming string cheese today. Would someone like to help me fix up this minecart? Maybe that'd make it a little easier. Some of the tracks would be screwed. Um, how tall are these walls, Mister Mayor? Like the, for the for the bottom of the castle to the top. Uh, Lorian fell one hundred feet. Okay. Hmm. Alrighty then. And there appears to, like, so in this chasm, there appears to be no exit other than the way that the minecart came and the Roa crystal. Uh, crystal? Or the Roa crystal room, circle room. Why did I say crystal? I don't know. Ignore no. that. Ah, uh, yes, this appeared to be, if you can call the sphere room an exit. Sphere. Yeah, uh... Is there, like, a door to that room? Or is it just, like, a straight opening? So it looks like a naturally uh, formed cavern, and then just a per perfectly sphere, as if someone, you know, meticulously carved into the walls until it was perfectly spherical. Uh, have I heard of Roa before? Uh, you could make an arcana roll. I would like to. Yes, 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 I would. Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen is not high enough. Okay. Um, hmm. Could Marcus recognize this as like a, a 
it's clearly been uh, made by man's artificial. Um, can he try and discern what purpose it might have? Uh, you're asking about the spherical chamber? Yes. Uh, yes, that would be an arcana roll as well. Okay. Uh, you've never encountered anything like this, nor have you heard of it. it okay, here's a question mm-hmm. above game. Mm-hmm. If you placed something like halfway in this spherical chamber, but halfway out, would it get sucked in? So or you watch I... um, as the ball bearings, like when they were thrown into the room, uh-huh. uh, almost as if the center of the room had its own gravity, uh, they were pulled towards it until when they got close enough, uh, they basically unraveled. Oh, okay. What are you guys doing? I mean, there's nothing down here for us, and Florian's okay. I guess we'll climb back up the way I came in and uh, see if we can figure our way across. I How agree. is Florian doing? Like his mental state. Like, I don't know if I've ever fell 100 feet before. Well, he is pretty shaken up, but he healed up most of his wounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. he can't just give up. He's still in the mind. They got to find out what's going on. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. His yeah. mental resolve will not fail. That's, that's good, because I would have probably not been okay with falling 100 feet. Just scary to think about. Yeah, I'm not happy with falling 100 feet either, so, yeah. <laughs> cool. Back to the top side. All right. Yeah, you guys climb up, and, yeah, you find that the ropes held a-okay. And let me move you guys back over to the map. You guys can be roughly where you were previously, uh, except for you, Lorian. You can, you can be back where you were before you fell in. Does anyone else want to go first this time? <laughs> I can go first. I say, and then I'm not on that window. Yeah, I can go first. Nor Diego did not comment on their diamond shells. Oh, you know he was thinking about stealing them. Senor Diego. He didn't. But you know you know he was thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So I will um move precariously and yeah. in front of uh Lorian. And mm-hmm. yeah, um I think I'll stealth if if possible. Sure. Sure. Oh, that's a lovely nine. Great. So I'm just gonna inch. I'm gonna keep inching. You will see that there appears to be another opening over here with some relatively flat terrain. Hmm, but it's across the um, it's across the bridge. Mm-hmm. I will relay that information back to everyone. I'll just say, hey, there seems to be um some more land on the other side, and it seems to be relatively flat. We could get over there. We might be able to walk it. Good idea to me. But I don't know how we'll get over there. Marcus wants to take a look over here where he, saw, where he caught a glimpse of the spider. See if there's anything over there. Uh, you do not see anything at the moment, no. Okay. In that case, I'll join my friends back down here. Thinking of tossing B across the chasm. But then she might fall 100 feet and she might just die. What if we tied a rope around B's waist so we can and throw then... her, and if she falls, we can pull her back up and throw her again? Yeah, Lux will just raise okay. her hand. 
and then move up a little bit and then point forward. Uh, oh, oh. I liked that well, idea. Well, if there's nothing down here, we'll try this idea. Well, there's, it appears to be. <laughs> There's there's a there's a way around. We don't oh, have yeah. to we don't have to That's do no any <laughs> we don't have to throw any gnomes today. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. What? But there's something. Oh. Wow. So you get there, and Lux and Lorian, um, across these two sets of bridges, which seems to span some sort of pit, is a rudimentary wooden house. There is a dull sort of flickering firelight from inside. I think someone's inside. I'm going. <laughs> just blasting off. Yeah, just blast. I was about to blast off, and then I imagine that Marcus just gets right in front of Lux, and it's like, Lauren, no. Just grab her arm. It's like, wait. Okay, okay. All right, fine, 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 fine. May I percept the place? Uh, what are you percepting? Uh, any tripwires, giant monsters lurking in the shadows. Where are you looking? Oh, can that see all the way down to the house? Uh, if you can. Are you looking at the house specifically? Yes. Yeah, go ahead and make a... It would be... You're looking for traps, you said? Yes. Or be... Um, yeah, that would be investigation. Okay. Well, it didn't get any better. Looks Seven. looks okay. I don't see anything suspicious. Marcus is gonna head down that way. Eyes I can be like half speed, just trying to make make himself aware of things as he kind of gets near them. Okay. As you guys get closer, you will hear the sound of what sounds like maybe like blocks or like pieces of wood, like like hitting the floor. Hmm. Um, as they sort of like make this uh, clattering sound coming from the house. Marcus is going to keep kind of inching forward. I'm following behind Marcus. Marcus, since you are leading, if you would make a stealth check, please. Okay. Add 20, though. That's good. There is a window open in this house where you can see this little candle flickering in the windowsill with your stealth. Uh, you're confident you could probably sneak a peek? Well, I would definitely want to. Uh, you may move up to the house. Inside, Marcus, you will see this creature. Oh! <laughs> Wait, is that... Oh, that's one of my favorite subsection of monster, bro. But I don't know, um, I don't know what it is, because I'm Florian. You, you will see... <laughs> you will see as... On the floor, it has a plethora of miniature carved statues, uh, very crudely carved, and they're set up on either side of the, the floor, and occasionally this bug-like creature will take a, a, a small ball and throw them at the figurines from one side of the room. It, it clatters and, like, knocks them over, uh, and it makes this little, like, clicking noise uh, as it buzzes happily to itself. Okay. I'm gonna make sure I silently step away from this thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna go by this way and say, uh, and let them know what I've seen. Uh, 
hey guys, there's a four-armed um, bug demon in this house. Um, demon? What? More or less. Yeah. Lauren wants to go see. He might know what it is. Maybe it's a giant cockroach. I hope it's not. Shit, Dr. Mendy still to approach? Uh, if I guide him up there, we still make a... Like if I step in the same place as he stepped, and you know, don't break any branches or stuff like there's, that. There's no branches. Well, um, you know what I mean. It's, it's your armor that, that gives you disadvantage, right? Yeah. Take your armor off. <laughs> Can I really quietly doff my armor and bring me down to a solid 12 AC? Okay, so yeah, you, you begin to doff your, your armor. It takes a couple of minutes. Okay, AC so is 12. Okay. Uh, you don't have disadvantage on stealth currently. So, Mike, Mike, quick quick question mm-hmm. for your, your character. Um, yes. I don't know if you as a player know what game the creature was playing, but does, would Marcus know what game he was playing? I mean, uh, I I don't know what game he was playing. Uh, it looks like he was playing bowling of some kind. He was playing what? It looks like he was bowling. Was or... he bowling? Was he bowling? Does no one know what game he's playing? Hacky Sack? No. He's throwing playing... balls at things from across the room. Oh, right? he's playing bocce! What? Bocce, bocce ball? Mm-hmm. Has he been yes. setting up these little things on a, like a carnival game where he throws them at the, at the things? So um, he has on either side of the floor, like these figurines sort of uh, in, in groups. Uh, some of them are like upright. Some of them are like flat to the ground. And uh, he would take turns going from side to side, throwing an object at them, trying to make them, like, fall over. No idea. It sounds like a game of, uh, like a game of still from the carnival. He played dodgeball. He's playing horseshoes? I'm so surprised. No one knows. If Marcus would like to make a history check to know what game he's playing. <laughs> yes, he would. What the fuck is this guy playing? Mm, 12's not enough. Right, I'm gonna make that stealth check now, then. Sure. Eight, I'm eight, so mad eight, I don't eight, know what this fucking guy is playing. <laughs> I'm so mad. 16. Okay. Lorraine, you may move as you please. Um, so you're able to peer through the window. You see the same thing I described to Marcus. Uh, if you would like to make a history check. Fishing baby. 17. 17 is enough. Um, this is a common game. Hmm? Can I guess what it is? Sure. Is it a Mezzaloth? Oh, we're talking about the game, Lorian. Oh, I was talking about the demon. I mean, yes, it is a, it is a Mezzaloth. All right, so the game, the game. Continue. Uh, the game he's playing is Army Men. Uh, he has uh, on either side of the room two armies, and the ball is supposed to represent basically bombshells that he throws at either side. I've literally never heard of this game in my life. You guys only know... played Army Men, but on Nintendo sixty four, and that's not how you play Army Men on Nintendo sixty four. You guys, you guys know from Toy Story the little green Army Men? Yeah. yeah. Those are what those are used for. Huh. What? Okay. Right, so I want to make my way back and relay yeah. that. And how much would I know about the Mesoloth, the Yugoloths, their whole lore thing? The Mesoloth were basically just foot soldiers. 
that were employed by the Demon King. Though what one is doing in a house in a abandoned mine, playing a game to itself, you're you're not sure. I'm gonna put my armor back on while I explain, <laughs> and I'm going to express my distaste. To put it simply, does anybody know how to speak demon? I know the infernal language. I believe this may speak the other one. Anyone know Abyssal? Mm-mm. Nobody? Okay. Well, I suppose we could attempt to speak to it in Infernal, or we can destroy it. Well, Senior Diego Senior... speaks Infernal, too. Do we want to try and figure out what this guy's doing? Or do we want to just move past him? Well, I'm curious about why he's in a house, in a mine, playing games. I I don't understand why. I uh, Do we really need to... To uh, mess with this guy, though, like how important? How important, though, Lorraine? How powerful are these things? Like, could we take them pretty easily? Well, they were just the basic foot soldiers. It's just one. All right, so we could probably Five overwhelm minutes. them and uh, easily try and get some information out of them. I don't know how well we can interrogate a demon. They're not known for being civil. So, so I suppose we should take up positions, and one of us will lure him out, and then we'll fire. Sounds good to me. Who's the fastest among us? <laughs> who's the most... Uh, you just said the... among us. Hmm? You just said among us, bro. It's pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, battle be 40 feet. Let's have your battle be kind of be the bait. And mm-hmm. we should all take up positions that, uh, so we can make a surprise attack on them. Yeah, sounds good. I can ding dong ditch this fool. Battle is pretty fast. So should we move outside of the bridge, or should we be on the bridge? Did someone make a quick perception check? All of us, or just one of us? Anyone? Lux, you you hear the this high-pitched whining sound. Like, as in something that's hurt or something that's going to attack? Uh, It starts out very, very gradual or very subtle. Um, It's almost like this mix between a whining and a whistling sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it, like, progressively gets louder uh, coming from the house. As if it's calling something or as if it's planning... As if it's calling something. I think Lux would be familiar with this sound. Could you just have her make an intelligence check? Another 14. Sounds like a tea kettle. Oh. <laughs> you guys hear that as you're as you're getting ready to <laughs> Are we, is it is it a bomb? No. Is it a missile? No, no. stop. Lorian, 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 relax. It's just it's just a tea kettle. Uh, Lux will actually move past Marcus and past Lorian and just casually start walking up to the house. Like, it's no big deal. Don't worry, I got this. She's got, like, you know, she looks like a hippie. She's got, like, her long dress on. She's got, like, a a duster made out of, like, fucking macrame and shit. And she just, like, flourishes it behind her. Just like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about it. I thought you said macaroni. 
macrame. Macrame. Right. So while Lux is approaching the front door, uh, Marcus is getting himself situated and he's uh, crouching. He's got the, his rifle pulled to his shoulder. He's looking through the sight at the door. Just in case shit goes down, he's got to take a shot. Yeah, I will knock on the door. You knock on the house, there's a clattering sound as you hear this little buzzing sound. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of footsteps uh, as you hear the, the door the door latch slide open and uh, holding a, uh, a trident as he kind of like scratches his back, uh, he opens the door and like looks up at you and with his little mandibles makes a, a buzzing sound at you. Hi. Um, yeah, I don't think we probably don't speak the same language, but hi, I'm Lux, and then I'll uh I'll uh, gesture back to, to my friends behind me, and then I'll notice that Marcus has his gun out, and I'm like, cut, cut the gun, cut the gun. Um Hi, uh, T? Like, I, and can I see the tea kettle like over his shoulder or over his head? Or I have no idea how tall this thing is. Um, he's about four and a half feet tall. Great. Can I see see into his kitchen? Over? Uh, yeah, you can. Great. So you uh, like peer over him. You see the the whistle or the the steam coming off of the tea kettle. Yeah, and and I'll point to it and be like, uh, and then I'll like indicate drinking. Uh, it looks back at your friends um, and makes eye contact with you, Lorian. Uh, you hear within yourself that that voice, kill it. It is a demon. At that point, the Mesoloth will saunter over to the kitchen and, and start pouring some tea as he looks over his shoulder at you a little warily, Lux. Uh, I'll go. I'll follow him. Like he's nice. He's nice. I, I'll I'll look back to m- my good friends. Just be like, he's nice. He's he's got tea. Or it looks I'm, like he's about to explode. And and I will go in. Okay. I'll start a ball. She's dead. She's going to die, and it's her fault. This is talking to Marcus. Oh, I want to go in. Do you think it's sleepy time, tea? And I I walk up. What are you doing? Yeah. He he pours uh, a cup. Holds it up to his uh, his mouth, makes this little like slurping noise, and then holds it out to you. Uh, I will take it and I will slurp it up too, and smile to him, like hand him back the cup. As you were walking over the floor, it was kind of like having to avoid a child playing with Legos. Um, and he he gestures down at the, the figurines and makes a a buzzing sound. Oh, would this be a game that Lux would be familiar with? Could make a history check. Uh, 19. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just playing Army Men. Oh, Army Men. That's, this is, I know this game. Um, I will, uh, like, head over to, like, one side of the, the field, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, ready my playing stance, I suppose. Okay. Or- he tosses the ball to you. Uh, and I, I, what is the point of the, I, I try to hit his figurines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will, I will toss it gently to try to hit some of his figurines. Lorian, this entire time, the voice inside you is just saying, Lorian, it's a trick. It's going to kill her. 
I know what to take for something now. Could you make a ranged attack roll for me, Lux? <laughs> you want wait, me to Lux? Yep, Lux. What do you want wait, me to? Wait. You want me to make a ranged attack? Yep. Oh, you can use your proficiency. Uh, do I just? What do I hit? Just. Uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, it's a pl- it's a plus two. Yep. So just roll a d twenty plus four. Okay. Uh, that's a twelve. Yep. So you knock over a couple of his figurines. Uh, Lorian, what do you do? Do you, are you doing anything at this point? I mean, the you rest of you, the... like you can see him shaking, like his jaws clenched. Mm-hmm. You don't act yet, though. He's like he's trying to step forward, but not just like a dog that's like his owner's like, come on, get in the bath. But he doesn't want to get in the bath. So he's like his brain is fighting against itself. He takes a step forward and he stumbles back. The Mesolop will pick up the ball <laughs> and throw it at your army, Lux. Nice! Uh, he gets oh! a hit. <laughs> so, yeah, you just see him, like, grip the ball tightly and peg it down at your, your soldiers. There's, like, a bunch of them go flying as it hits a board and, you know, just vibrates as, as they all fall over. Uh, he makes a satisfied buzzing noise as he like does a fist bump. Yeah, she will. Uh, she will like just kind of look over uh, her little glasses at him and like smile and clap and be like, "Great job!" And she's like, she looks very happy. And then she'll start like picking up and re- setting up the field again, assuming that they're gonna play another match. So it's best two out of three. Ah, so uh, is yeah. It- <laughs> Is, is anyone else doing anything at this point? Way into the building. Nope. Are you guys just gonna let? Are you guys just gonna let me play? Well, you get yourself into this. You can get yourself out of this again. I'm just I hanging mean, outside I'm, the front porch. I'm having a great time. This is the best game of D and D ever, honestly. Does he right. do anything when I walk in? Uh, he just looks at you and points to a stool um, for you to to sit and watch. Oh, okay. baby. We're playing, hey, um, we're playing army men. That's cool. I'm just gonna watch. What is, what is Lorian doing right now? Under the window on the side. Oh my god! I have. Uh, a... Lex, you, you see Lorian's head peeking up uh, behind you as the Mesoloth tosses the ball to you. <laughs> it looks like he's about to like start flopping at the mouth. Oh my god. She just like looks at Lorian and she's like shaking her head, like, what are you doing? That's a 17. Lorian's like that gif of the dog, that husky that has his like that's outside of the window with his like face pressed up against it. You know what I'm Uh, talking about, or am I crazy? No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh you beat him this round. But do myself get angry though, or have any like you know, threatening physical movements? Wait, what did you say, Lauren? Uh, because the Mizloth lost. Is he gonna have any you know, like angry fist shaking or? Even yeah. So he he points at Lux like a little accusingly, like you you cheated that round, but. Oh. He just he just buzzes and uh, tosses you the you the ball again. <laughs> she oh, laughs. She laughs and she she holds up her hands like, okay, okay, we're tied. 
uh she'll set up her little dudes again and uh um yeah she'll she'll go uh for another one um Lori, this thing is actually speaking infernal so you do understand it you just heard it say that wasn't fair that wasn't fair mm, i'll get you this round your army will be mine oh if he makes a move <laughs> he's gonna come through that window trust oh my gosh uh it's <laughs> a 23 uh-oh. All right. Uh, so to tie you, he needs a nat 20, which I believe he's already used his one nat 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. So he loses, and he, uh, you, you see him, like, stomp angrily on the ground and then, like, crosses. He has two sets of arms. He crosses both sets of arms. Lux he, will come over and, and offer him a hand, like, a, like to shake. Say good game. He begrudgingly stretches two hands out to you on on like one side of his body and, and shakes your hand <laughs> she she looks just uh, so happy and then she looks over at b and is like uh you know says like do you want to play against her he he shakes his head and you'll watch as like a grasshopper he hops he hops there Whoa. he hops there he hops there and then hops here, uh, where uh, there is a skeleton sort of just chilling on this this stone pillar. Wait, I will follow him. There's oh, just Lux out. Well, I'll just follow him to the edge, I guess, because I can't like. Well, I could jump, but I won't. You'll so. you'll watch as he takes something off the finger of this skeleton. Can Lorian see where they went? Yeah, we're just what? out. We're just out on the front. He hops back, and he will take your hand and put the ring in it. Oh, devil ring! Uh, <laughs> I, I will. Can I? Can I? Um, I don't think I have to check magic. I'm not that kind of bard. Um, can do I feel like this is magical? So it has. Instead of a jewel, it has a sort of like metal mold where it would be, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a metal mold of a uh, bunny. It's a just a plain silver ring with a sort of bunny statue on the top of it. Oh, like, that's if really, that makes sense. Yeah, it totally does. Um, she will um, find the best finger that that ring will fit and slide it on. Okay, seems unthreatening enough. And at that point, he will walk back in his house, nod at you, and close the door. Uh, all right. He just wanted to play army men, uh, Lux will say with a shrug. All right. <laughs> Come on, B, let's go. And Lorian, um, I saw you the whole time. The, 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 the voice inside you, Lorian, right now oh, is yeah, he is, oh, he has raging. A plan. Oh, he knows exactly what he's going to do. He's going to stomp over to Lux and just really roughly grab her hand and tear the ring off of her. Uh, no, 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 no. Absolutely. Do you know what they do? What their people are? Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right. I'm going to snatch it back fool. from him. No, I am yeah, not. Keep it away. No, 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 no. Well, you, have to, you have to make a, uh, a check to get it away from her first, right? Oh, I guess I would. Uh, what check would that be? Is this a sleight of hand? 
Uh, I would consider it a grapple, so it would be your athletics versus her acrobatics. Oh, yes. Could I assist her? Watch me flop. You can try. No. Can you give me guidance, B? No, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. 20, baby. Oh, what do I have to make? Uh, acrobatics. You mean acrobatics. Acrobatics. Unless you want to try and brute force it. It would be athletics. No, I'll um I'll acrobatics it, and I have a D four, right? Because I have guidance. Oh yes, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> can I try to do it, Lorian? Give it back. That's not so, yours to take. Lorian, uh, you look at this ring, and it's uh, you don't sense any evil presence from it. And as you're looking at the ring, the door opens as the Mezalov like looks at you looks back at Lux and points at the ring and points at you and narrows its eyes. Can I snatch it back from him when the Mesolith does that? Wait, he'd be distracted. He can just take it away. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to snatch it back and I'm going to put it back on and I'm going to show him and be like, there, I have it. You know, I am an adult, Lorian. I know how to handle myself around different types of people and different types of creatures. Just because you perceive something to be evil doesn't necessarily mean it is. Have this glowering stare. He's not happy. <laughs> Say a word. Out of the corner of your, well, I guess, I think Lorian's eyes would be pretty fixated on this this creature, right? He's halfway like looking at Lux and looking at the Mezlov. The the Mezlov has like one set of its arms on its like hips as it's like <laughs> looking at you, and you you hear in your mind, Lorian. Do it now. Strike with conviction. Anybody else can do anything before I go crazy with it? If <laughs> I see you go for the sword, I will stop you. All right, would it be a wisdom saving throw to resist the voice, or is it purely up to me? I would use charisma for stubbornness. All right, I'm going to do the charisma save. Sure. Just for, uh... Wow. All right. You are able to steal yourself. Your actions he, are your own. His hand goes to the the sword hilt and he grabs it. And like he stands there for a second and then he like physically recoils away from the sword and shakes out his arm. He's gonna walk back across the bridge without saying a word because he knows that he just made a big mistake. Walks finally like exhales. Looks at the Mesolith, and it's just like, I'm I'm really sorry, but I had a lot of fun. And I know you can't understand me, but I hope you had fun too. It shrugs and then gives you a thumbs up and closes the door. She will give it a thumbs up as well. And then head back down the bridge with B. I'm just tailing behind. Yeah. The whole time Lux is like mumbling under her breath. I can't believe that Lorian looked out like that. He doesn't understand. People don't understand. That's so stupid. She's really, she's really mad. So the ring you got, Lux will need to attune to it to be able to use it. Oh. Yeah, it's a ring of being friends of all demons. And then first <laughs> people die. It was your fault. <laughs> Oh my it gosh, is, you're so bad. It is a, a ring of jumping. Oh. Oh. You be hopping uh, around, though. 
with this, you can cast the jump spell in unlimited amount of times as a bonus action. Wow. Um, and wow. it triples your, your jump distance, both horizontal and vertical. Holy Ooh. shit. Interesting. Huh. I have no jump distance. Wait, do I have a jump distance normally? Everyone has a jump distance. What is my jump distance? So a long jump, you can cover a number of feet up to your uh, strength score, not your strength mod. Mm -hmm. uh, so for you, that's 14. So with this ring, you, you can literally jump, what is that, 43 feet? So you can cross those chasms now. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, you do need a 10-foot like head start to begin a long jump or a vertical jump, but... Um, as long as you, you know, have the movement to do so, you can cover that amount. Very cool. That also means your vertical jump is 15, you can jump 15 feet in the air. <laughs> my vertical jump is 15 and my horizontal jump is 40 something? 42, I think. Um, that's if you have a 10 foot running start. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, army men. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. Yeah, I will uh, head back. And then when I get to Mark, where Marcus is, I'll just be like, I, he it was just a mesolith who wanted to play army men. That's it. I won. He gave me this ring with a bunny on it. Okay. And Lorian tried to kill it. Yeah, I saw that. I heard what it said to you. Its words were kind. What did it say to me? It was completely, we, we, we had a cup of tea together. We played army men and it gave me a ring. I don't understand how unkind it could be. I said they were kind. I could not stop myself. Hmm. My actions were not my own. I wanted to apologize for the way I treated you. I would not do that to you of my own accord. Mm. Fine. Fine. I'll forgive you. I appreciate your apology. I understand that you dislike demons quite a bit for some obvious reasons, perhaps, but sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. We could have shot somebody who, or something, who was perfectly innocent. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just in his home. We could have ended his life for no reason other than a perceived threat. And because he was a demon. But in reality, he was just a nice person. Or a nice creature, I guess, who just wanted someone to play with. I played with him. He was kind. That was that. Well, I do hope you will know the difference between a friend and someone who was laying a trap for you. Well. I just want you to be safe. I'm a big girl, Lori, and I can take care of myself. Trust me, I've dealt with worse monsters than that. As have I. But, you know, we're not going to be comparing our, our battles here. <laughs> Right. It can be, I mean, it's just, 
sometimes you, I don't know. There are people who act with bad intentions under the guise of kindness and people with kindness who who may seem that they're acting badly. It's all a matter of perspective, I suppose. And I don't know. My gut just told me it's fine. It's just a tea kettle, just a little demon that wanted to play army men. Hmm. Hopefully I'll be right the next time I make a decision like that. I understand it can be a little willy nilly, I guess, for a lot of people. I kind of jump into things. Uh, we shouldn't knock on the door of a hag's home either, in case we do ever come across one. Well, hopefully you'll stop me that time, but this worked out perfectly fine. It did, didn't it? Everybody's safe and I got a ring. Matches what does that ring do anyway? Um, not sure yet. I'll have to give it like a, a good sleep. Then we can test it out, I guess. But it's got a cute bunny on it. <laughs> I do like rabbits. See? Not all things are bad. Sure, he took it off a skeleton, but... These things? Hmm. Speaking of that skeleton, can I use the scope on my sniper rifle to take a look at the, all the other stone pillars to see if there's anything else out there? Uh, no, that was the only thing on there. Um, cool. And as you as you look at the skeleton, it is um, garbed in what looks like uh, someone who was a spelunker or an adventurer. Apparently this was as, as far as their journey made it. Hmm. Yeah, I think we should probably keep going. I don't know. I could probably jump to all of them, but I have to attune to it. So it's like at least a short rest, I think. Right? Attunement's like a short rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't um, know. We could we could chill for an hour here. So we... if you if you don't have a running start, um your jump distance is cut in half. Twenty twenty one? Yeah, you could jump twenty one feet just straight up point like from where you're standing so i could technically oh i won't make that one but i could make this one yeah i could i could somehow in a configuration make to all of them (laughs) that's fucking ridiculous honestly (laughs) i'm gonna do so much jumping (laughs) you do be jumping though I do be jumping. Lux on the jump. Where will she go? I'm cut a grasshopper from here on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you guys want to call it here for tonight? I'm good with that. This is a good spot. You know, nice emotional conversation. We have those like the end of every session now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good thing to end on. Yeah. You know, this I fell is... down a hundred foot cliff. Thanks for listening to another episode of Radio D&D. Make sure to join us next time, and make sure to check out Ben, who created our podcast cover art at DrawForthArts on Instagram.
Um, Maybe we well, should have done something with the bodies. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> you just left them there. They got taken by spiders. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. We th- honestly, we thought we'd go back for them, right? So. <laughs> Whoops. 